2: Tom Bernard Show with co-host
1: Catherine Brandt,
2: Andy Brandt-Bernard, Cassie Schrader. We'll be right back, Hour 2, Tom Bernard Show. Doug Sprinthal, Walzer Automotive Group, walser.com. Tell us about this warranty
3: for life thing. I, you know, you know, you understand a lot more about this than I do. Well, of course. I know you're not an automotive mechanic. So let me tell you a cool story. This just happened a couple of days ago. I got an email. Somebody emailed me at, at Walzer.com and he goes, hey, I bought a 2005... I think it was a Honda Accord back in 2014, having some problems with the engine. uh, Do I have any coverage? So I called the Honda store. We looked it up, and sure enough, the card qualified for a lifetime powertrain warranty. So it had to be under 60,000 miles at the time of purchase, uh, non-highline vehicle. And they covered the engine repair. Think about what that means. That's a 13-year-old car, and the guy got his engine replaced. It doesn't cover every single thing on the car, but all the, it's like major medical coverage. So the engine goes bad, transmission, four-wheel drive system. You're covered as long as you own the car, as long as you maintain it to factory standards. It's pretty cool. It actually is really cool. Well, I mean, it's a lot cooler than you or
2: me. Well. It is really cool, though.
3: Yeah, I mean, you know, 15-year-old car.
2: And that's why I buy all my cars, and my family buys all their cars from Walzer Automotive Group, Walzer.com, because of warranty for life.
3: And you like working with me, too, right, Tommy? Tommy? Tom? I, I don't think he's there.
2: That's really nice. Very professionally <laughs> delivered from Walzer Automotive Group, Walser.com. Come Come on, where's the Elvis version? This is Gene Autry. I know, it's a phenomenal Gene Autry.
5: This is the one I grew up with
2: We went with Pretzel, because I grew up in the ghetto. Mm. The Pretzel. Poor kid, you know.
5: I'm sure my mom didn't like his hip shaking.
2: (laughs) Oh, for goodness sake. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, our special guest, Florence Ann Romano. How are you, Florence Ann Romano?
0: Hi, how are you? Good to be with you. You
2: know, that name kind of screams Christmas. Florence and Romano.
0: It <laughs> <laughs> a merriment to it. Yeah, that's merriment to it. sounds like I should, I should be speaking Italian, though. I should be saying La <laughs> instead of Santa Claus, probably, you know?
2: I remember in The Lemon Drop Kid was a Bob Hope movie. There was an Italian Santa, and he kept going, Mere Crissimisa. <laughs> 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 it was phenomenal.
0: I, uh, you know, I should start adding an Italian accent to kind of my, my repertoire. make me sound more exotic, more interesting,
2: yeah. probably. But <laughs> Florence, I have to tell you, by complete coincidence, and it does happen a lot, and I don't know why that is, but my lovely wife Catherine is here, our son Andy, and Cassie, a family friend, is here. But Catherine and I, on the way to the show today, were discussing how Google just got some patents, and I think Amazon as well. They're going to start putting cameras on their devices, so not only can they listen to what you're talking about in your house, they can look at you in your house as well and then send you messages basically marketing to, the, to your behavior in your own home. And Florence and Romano, should parents use AI to vet a babysitter? New AI system scan nanny social media for toxic behavior – Florence, at what point is it crossing over into, this is way out of line. Now, I'm not saying this is because I wouldn't want babysitters having toxic behavior either. Well, absolutely. So I don't really right. mind it that much. But you don't right. get any privacy at all any longer. It's just sad.
0: It's true and what you mentioned about the patents i mean that's scary i mean they say you should cover up the computer you know on your laptop the camera on your laptop in case you know someone's watching and you know it's you're nervous now I mean, everything <laughs> you go on one website you know and you're like looking at something and you're getting a million ads and you're like who's watching me yeah. oh yeah, you yeah. Know, you oh
2: yes that,
0: you know it's just crazy you know but regarding the artificial intelligence uh for babysitters and and, and the article that was in the washington post technology is a wonderful thing. I'll never be one to, you know, put down technology. It's great. We should keep advancing. These are the things that cure cancer, cure different things. So, yes, let's keep advancing in that way. But there is a fine line. And when it comes to children, they are the most precious possessions. And, of of course, you want to make sure your vetting is super, super perfect and on point. But what they're referring to with this new system regarding facial recognition and doing a whole, you know, scan Uh. of your social media, they're... They're touching on something I talk about. I always say you need to look at someone's social media before you uh, hire them because Mm -hmm. that really does show who they are. But what this system is doing, you know, an algorithm, we get mad when Facebook, you know, on our mini feed doesn't tell us exactly what everybody's doing, the ones that we're interested in. And God forbid now we're going to have an algorithm that's telling you what's going on with the person that you're vetting. Mm. Uh, And there are many bugs to be worked out here. So I don't think it's something that we necessarily need to be utilizing right now. I think they need to do more testing with it. But the thing that I want to stress to parents is even if something like this worked perfectly, you still need to be vetting the person in person and Mm -hmm. getting to know them in person, what their personalities are and what they're like with your children and observing that. Your intuition as a parent is really spot on, and you can't let that be devalued by artificial intelligence.
5: Well, and social media can be used to paint a different picture of people anyway.
0: Uh, well, look at the world today that we yeah. live in. I always tell my youngest sister, you know, and she just graduated from college, and I'm like, you need to clean up that Snapchat girl, that Instagram story, you know. You can't be, you know, put stuff like this. I mean, imagine, well, what had happened when we were in college if there had been, you know – proof of the things that we did and all of that. And the children today, what I don't understand is they put it right out there. Like Mm -hmm. they don't care what Mm -hmm. people think or what they're seeing, that they're doing. And the thing that the AI also does now, uh, a lot of people, and they tell children who are about to graduate from college that employers are going on their social media and looking at them Mm -hmm. and they do and you really have to be cognizant of that and so what this technology is also saying is that they'll look at a scan of what you say on social media and what if it's sarcastic or what if it's a joke and it comes up that you're like a big bully or a drug abuser and you are making a joke about something so that's why you know there's things that need to be worked out
2: florence Ann, i gotta i gotta do a little translation for people uh florence Ann romano our special guest uh is it Florence or Florence Anne? By the way, I was going to ask you that. It's,
0: it's Florence Ann. I don't know what my parents were thinking. I, it's like Marianne. Uh, you know, like that's my first name, but they added yeah, an Anne Ann. to it because there were a lot of. Florence is in my family. So, yes, Florence is my first
2: name. But you look at it this way, it's F-A rather than F-U, so that's good. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway. I'm sure
0: many people probably think that in their heads when they're talking to me anyway. But I,
2: I, uh, Florence Ann, I grew up Roman Catholic. I've been around. My mother was an ardent Roman Catholic. So when Florence Ann Romano Mm -hmm. just said, uh, my sister, who just graduated from college, it was a Catholic way of saying, I'm really young. (laughs) 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 <laughs> i love
0: that well i i don't mind. that i'm 33. 33 i don't mind saying it, but you know i i grew up roman catholic as well and you know it's, it's just funny the way the world has changed today there's oh, 10 yeah. years between my youngest sister and myself and it's an entirely different world she's growing up in growing up in the it one is. i grew up in i I told her I used to write research papers without using Google, and she's like, oh, my gosh, what did you do? How did you find the information? I'm like, I went to a library. That's in a fuck.
3: That's true.
2: Well, our son, our son Andy just turned 32, as a matter of fact, in October, so Andy's, Andy and Florence and you're about the same age. Mm-hmm. Um, you're, you guys well, are considered I'm mal- born in
0: October as well. Really? When? What day? Yeah, October 18th. Well,
2: he's the 26th. Just a week away, well, eight you, days.
0: There you
2: go. Um, <laughs> no, I, I just think this thing is wonderful and horrifying at the same time. Right. It's really nice mm-hmm. to ha- look. If you could, well, there, there are parents now that uh, that use those systems where they can they can look at. Uh, what's going on in their house when they're away, the babysitter's there, and they can, mm-hmm. because the phones. Oh, the nanny
5: cams and all that. The nanny cams yep, and all yep. that mm-hmm.
2: stuff, they can see what's going on. Which I How's think the baby is, a sleeping? Thing, is a great thing, That is a great yeah. thing. It is a great thing.
0: Oh, I'm hundred percent an advocate of that as well, because what people don't think about also is not just children who can vocalize or you see what's going on. Yeah. think of special needs children that that can't yes. speak for themselves. Oh, right. you know and so it's, it's, it's an important uh, it's important technology, and the rules are different in every state about what is actually permissible without the consent of the oh, nanny. but I'm hundred mm-hmm. percent an advocate. Well, if
5: any nanny says, no, you have to turn off the camera while I'm in your house, it's like, uh, no, why would you want somebody in <laughs> yeah, the house?
0: Exactly. exactly. Yeah. You should be operating as if someone is watching you. Honestly, that's the best rule of thumb. That you pretend you're on camera 100% of the time while you're at the house. And that's you know that's how you should be behaving. I mean, Absolutely. you're taking care of children. So, you know, that's the, that's the right thing to do.
2: God, it's so amazing. Andy, uh, as I said, our son's 32. Our daughter, Alexandra, is about to turn 30 in February. And I just, I was thinking about this. You know, I can, you kind of project yourself into a story. How would I feel about this? I like the idea that if there is toxic behavior, you can discover it. Mm-hmm. I don't like the idea too much that you can be kind of devious about the way you discover it. I don't know. What, what do you think, Florence Ann?
0: But with the artificial intelligence, I, I believe that it's there is something here. They're they're onto something here, and they also mentioned that Sitter City, uh, which was a, a platform that I was on when I was a nanny, mm-hmm. is going to be implementing something similar uh, to that uh, when you know it, it, launching in the next you know year or so, or maybe. But it's going to be adjusted, and I I think that something like this would be helpful during a screening during the vetting process of a nanny. But I'm worried that my concern is that it's going, to, it's going to make people lazier when it comes yeah. to the vetting process. And I already think that there's an issue in our country today with a revolving door of child care, being that over 64% of families in America today have a nanny or a caretaker. And that's a crazy statistic. I mean, that's staggering. And it's sometimes an afterthought oftentimes with, with families where they're like, oh, man, i got to get this babysitter in here. I'm going back to work, and, and they kind of rush the process, and it's not something you can rush. It's not something that you can just be lax about. You do have to be involved in it. You have to have trial periods with the nanny where you're able to observe them. And I always tell people, if your children are old enough to vocalize or can vocalize, you should be asking them what they think of the nanny. Children have unbelievable instincts, and they are uncensored. This is a time in their life where they can speak you know, freely, and you want to hear what they have to say. And generally, they're right. So I don't want it to become person. and and have computers taking over everything and letting parents think they're off the hook. Because they're not. They still have to be involved. And it's another added layer to security, and that's fine if you're using it in that respect. But you can't let it replace what you need to be doing.
5: Yeah, I can see where you're coming from with the becoming lazy because our daughter has been trying to find childcare just just a few days a week, just for like four to five hours a day. Um, and it's really hard to find somebody that just wants to work those limited hours, first of all. Mm-hmm. And she's on mm-hmm. all of these sites. I don't know what they're called, but she's on all these sites, you know, putting out what she, in search of blah, blah, blah. And she can have 15 conversations with a person, and the day comes, the time comes, and they don't show up.
2: Yeah. Lot of that
5: over and over and over again. It's like, why are these people wasting our time? So I can see where it's like, if you finally find somebody that seems reasonable, you know, reasonably okay, you might just go,
0: okay, (laughs) because I'm getting desperate here. Uh, And that's that's you touch on something so so important. That's what's so sad also. And and the scenario that you're describing is, is so, it's just disturbing to me that someone even putting it out there that they're going to come and, you know, take care of your child and they don't show up. I mean, yeah. what the heck is going on there? Uh, you know, but, it, you know, we're talking about caring for someone's most precious possessions here. We're talking about children and the fact that it's not being taken more seriously, uh, you know, regarding these people who are out there promoting themselves as caretakers in some sort of way is really disturbing to me also because I hear all the time and it's, I I can't stand, it. it makes me like, you know, cringe. They'll say, you know, Oh, I'll nanny and do that until something better comes along or it's just a transitional thing for me. And that's fine. If that's, if that's, what you're doing in your life and you're actually a good person and you're in it for the right reasons. But if you don't even like children, which I can't tell you how many times I find that and they think it's just going to be an easy gig and easy money, uh, it, it's, it, it's horrifying to yeah. me. So we really need to redefine what's going on in childcare today because there's a lot uh, that needs to be adjusted, a lot that needs to be spoken about. And this artificial intelligence is something that probably is going to have legs. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think they're not there yet from what I'm reading. They, they, they do need to work a lot of things out.
2: Yeah, that makes total sense. WindyCityNanny.com, correct? That's how people uh, reach out to you? Yeah. Why yeah. do you get to Windy's live in CityNanny. Chicago?
0: <laughs> Why do I get to live in Chicago? I love I guess Chicago. I, I, I'm, I'm just lucky. I'm so glad to hear you say that because, you know, sometimes we get, we get a lot of news that things aren't so great here, but we really do have a beautiful ah. city and it's, it's wonderful and We had a bunch of snow just dumped on us last night. Yeah, I saw. Yeah, it was on the
5: national news over and over (laughs) again, how (laughs) many flights were canceled.
2: (laughs) Florence Ann, I will tell you this. I
0: know, I know.
2: And you should be proud of this. You walk down Michigan Avenue, I don't care if it's 3 o'clock in the morning, nobody's going to bother you because the city of Chicago takes care of that. You walk down uh, Hennepin Avenue in downtown Minneapolis, anytime, at dusk, you're in danger. So... You oh should be boy. proud of Chicago. Seriously,
0: I, I am proud of uh, of where I live. That's for sure. Of course, think you know some things need to be figured out. We've got our own issues, sure. but I do. I'm very lucky to live in the city for sure. And I think your city needs to, to get a little bit you know a little bit harder hardcore there. That with, would be uh, good, keeping you guys safe. Because I yeah. we used to love <laughs> but, uh, going
2: downtown, but we don't go downtown anymore because it's not safe. It's too bad. I yeah. love downtown Minneapolis. But yeah, uh, that's
0: a shame, and your tourism obviously suffers from that too. So right. I would, I would hope you guys can get that, get that to be a little, uh, a little different in the future. But come visit me in Chicago; we're always happy to have you. Okay,
2: here's what we're gonna do: Florence San <laughs> Romano, WindyCityNanny.com. Florence and Romano, Catherine and I are all gonna go down and eat at Gene and Giorgetti uh, on Franklin.
0: <gasps> I have a, I'm going to a Christmas dinner there next week. so you oh, couldn't I, have been, uh, oh. on point. So.
2: It's one of my favorite places on earth, <laughs> Florence Ann. <laughs> I did a, a lot of, time. I did a lot of voiceover in Chicago. So I was in Chicago every week on, on Monday and Friday. I love Chicago. It's my favorite big city in the world.
0: Oh, well, thank you for the shout out. We, we love it here too. So come on, visit anytime and we'll go to Jean and Jorday's. We'll have a great, we'll have a great time. I love
2: it. Florence <laughs> Ann, thank you.
0: Thanks for having me.
2: Have a great day. Bye. Florence and Romano, Windy City Nanny. We'll be right back. Tom Bernard Show. It's Tom with an update on my successful weight loss journey. I'm down 92.5 pounds, and I have the Sheehy Brothers and staff at Nutramost Twin Cities in Plymouth to thank. The Nutrimost program is amazing. I lost over 40 pounds during each of my first two 40-day rounds. This is a program that... I'm Literally, it's a program that anyone can do, and you'll have great success just like me because it is customized for each individual person, and the staff at Nutrimost Twin Cities in Plymouth will be there for you every step of the way. Nutrimost just wants everybody to live their healthiest life, so they're offering an early bird Black Friday sale for a very limited time. You, your family, and friends can receive 25 to 35% off the cost of a Nutrimost program, and Nutrimost will guarantee that you'll lose 20 pounds or more. Nutramo's helped me change my life, and they can help you too. Health savings accounts are welcome, by the way. To schedule an appointment, call 763-333-7337, 763-333-7337. who is this Brenda Lee. Brenda Lee I ask this
5: every year and every year Brenda I Lee, completely Brenda forget the Brenda Lee
2: um, Kastaki will be with us at about 12-15 minutes so uh, I'm going to run down the 15 best Christmas movies for children and I want to hear your votes if you okay. like them mm-hmm. or not alright there are three parents in here and there's a millennial who used to love Christmas? You still love Christmas as much as you did when you were a kid, Andy. Not as much, of course but he I, doesn't. Yeah. when
6: you're a kid, you love yeah. everything. <laughs> wow, well, that's when true. When you're kids, an adult. That, that's true. Kids, kids, kids like kids things more than any adult could ever hope <laughs>
2: for. Exactly. Okay, the top fifteen Christmas movies for kids: "All of the Other Reindeer." Get oh, that's it? Super really
5: cute. I like that. All of that. the that other for reindeer for little kids. Yeah, for
6: sure. I thought it was kind of weird. I thought it was especially too weird especially since Olive had boobs. <laughs> Olive had boobs? She totally uh, did. Kinda. No, not kinda. She did. Big Yeah. Oh. oh, this is a different version. I was thinking of the uh the, 3D yeah, version the... with like Britney Spears,
2: I think. Oh god.
1: What? I don't even know what you're talking about.
2: I have no idea what he's talking about. So there are two versions of Olive, all of the other uh, rangers. Olive
5: the Olive was a was Olive. definitely more. But she was definitely feminized. But well, she I looks wouldn't like a say she had
6: boobs. No. Well no, I'm thinking of the one with I don't remember it was some this is someone 1999. like It was someone like Britney Spears. I just don't remember.
2: Well we what? could find out who it is. Rudolph is a bit played out, but this computer generated animated Christmas special starring a determined pup is fresh as the season's mistletoe. These thirty two little known facts about the holiday season. A great trivia night, ladies and gentlemen. So the first movie, All of the Other Reindeer. The fifteen top movies. God, number two, number fourteen is a Charlie Brown Christmas. You think really? it'd be a lot higher than that? Maybe they don't have them ranked. Maybe they're just throwing them out well,
5: there. Well, it's pretty love old, and it's not CGI, and it's pretty basic. So love it. I mean, I love it because love it. you know that
2: Andy. You love Charlie Brown still, mm-hmm. don't you? Did you hear uh, the news this morning? Charlie Brown Thanksgiving is a racist movie, of and course. children shouldn't watch it. You know why?
1: Oh, uh, <laughs> the table scene?
2: Yep. Yep, of yep. course. And it's because uh, two people haven't shown up yet. Lucy's not there yet, and there's one... Uh, Snoopy's not... No, Snoopy was there. There are two characters that are supposed to be sitting on the same side of the table as as Franklin, yeah. but they haven't come yet. Yeah. In some scenes, are empty chairs. Some scenes are not... But Franklin is sitting on the uh, one side of the table by himself. The other side is covered. It has nothing to do with being black. It's that Lucy and the other character hadn't gotten there yet. Good God. Everything has to be horrible.
5: Yeah. Well, when you're a malcontent, you can find problems everywhere you look. I would Mm -hmm.
2: like to find one black person that thinks that that's a racist scene. Unless they can make money from well, it, like Philip a politician.
3: For <laughs> I was well, say Philip,
2: Philip. <laughs> Philip, thinks you know. I'm a white man breathing air, so that's racist. So you know, and I've known him for 45 years. What did that tell you? So Charlie Brown Christmas uh, is on the list. Also, oh yeah, well, how are you going to go through it without uh, a Muppet Christmas Carol? Oh yeah,
5: that's fun.
2: That was wonderful. I haven't watched that in forever. That's well, cute. I would hope so. you know. Uh, then you got Rise. What is this? Rise of the Guardians?
1: I do not know this
5: movie.
6: I've never movie. even heard of oh, that movie. Legends
2: uh, Unite.
1: What? There was a. Oh, the owl one? Yeah, I think they're owls. They're oh, part- no,
6: that was. No. That was some other thing. This is. Uh,
1: bludgeon?
5: What? I've never
6: even heard of this. Look <laughs> Bludgeon? At that. There was no
2: bludgeon.
5: You say? <laughs> Bludgeoning?
6: Rise of the Guardians. Santa Rise? Claus, the Tooth Fairy, the Easter Bunny, and the Sandman, and unless Jack Frost to stop some bad thing from happening.
1: Oh,
5: I I've think I've heard, heard of it. I've yeah. never heard of it. what? When was? When did it come out? Uh,
2: 2012. 2012, yeah. Mm,
5: I don't think so, man. I've never
2: even heard of it. Uh, maybe we should watch it this year. Rise of the Bludgeon.
5: Rise of the Bludgeon. <laughs> Bludgeoning <laughs> <laughs> the
2: Tooth Bludgeon. Fairy. Uh, the Grinch... Uh, uh, the Grinch with uh, Jim Carrey in it. That's on there. Mary Madagascar.
1: Oh yeah, the Madagascar the penguins. Oh. Yeah.
2: Madagascar
1: yeah, it, movie. They made a Christmas one. I
2: didn't know that. They made a Christmas one. They made everything. I want
1: to say it went like right to DVD. I don't think Oh it was yeah, in theaters yeah, okay. There are
6: so many Madagascar movies that no one has ever heard of.
1: Dave oh has a God. thing for King Julian. Oh
6: yeah. The here Emperor we Penguin. Go.
1: No, he's the... Uh,
6: oh, no, he's the... Um, lemur. Lemur, yeah. <laughs> oh, the lemur is He good. walks
1: around talking like King Julian the <laughs> all is the good. time. <laughs>
2: Christmas with the Joker, a 30-minute movie for the tiny superhero in your life, an episode from Batman the Animated Series, an acclaimed show starring the Dark Knight, Christmas with the Joker. I
1: don't
5: know that one.
2: That uh-huh. uh-huh. doesn't sound appealing at all. It? No. no, it does not. No. Uh, and, and I love Batman, the, the TV series. I loved it. Miracle on 34th Street, magnificent movie. good movie. Great movie. These are the 15 best Christmas movies for kids. Home Alone, baby. Yeah. Home Alone comes slamming in at number 9 out of 15. Yep. Yeah, great movie. Really, I cannot wait to watch it again this year. Mm -hmm. I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. Number 10. White Christmas, Bing Crosby, Danny Kaye, Rosemary Clooney, and Vera Ellen. Great movie. Yeah, great movie. Why did Christmas have to be white? That's what Philip told me. (laughs) Uh, But in any case, okay, so number 11 is Charlie and Lola. I've never even heard of it. This is actually my party, Charlie and Lola. I've never even heard of Charlie. Has anybody heard of it? No. came out. It's a British TV series. It's a British TV series. That's why. Yeah, you're right. Uh-huh. So, who the hell knows? Charlie and Lola can kiss my sisters. That's
5: not with Martin Clunes.
2: Um, is it Clunes? Or, yeah, it's Clunes. I don't it? think so. Okay. How about Winona Ryder in Little Women? Little Women. Uh,
5: I never saw that. I wanted to see either. it and I never saw it. Is that, that like a Christmas her. movie?
2: <laughs> yeah, I kind of uh, wondered about well, that. Well, I think. Uh, Winona Ryder is a beautiful woman, a great actress, but she's nuts. No doubt about it. An endearing period piece with an involving story and an aspiring act of Christmas generosity that may resonate especially well with youngsters who recognize stars Winona Ryder, Kirsten Dunst, and Susan Sarandon from other films. I've never seen that one. I know Little Women, obviously. I've seen it. uh, Oh, you
5: saw Little Women?
2: Long time ago, yeah.
5: No, there was a recent...
2: I didn't see the recent one, though. I think that's the one they're talking about, isn't it?
5: I didn't
1: know it was a Christmas thing.
2: This next movie... They don't use my name, but Martin Mull plays me in the movie.
1: Oh, I know it.
2: Jingle all the, the way, way! All
3: the way! That's actually good. Yeah, they yeah, don't use my name.
2: He, he worked. He's the morning guy at KQRS in the movie. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's hilarious. And
1: your a studio's downtown Minneapolis. Downtown
2: Minneapolis, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Let's get it down there. Let's take care of business. Yeah, like that cheap prick would have ever moved us into a downtown. <laughs> <laughs> and you know who I'm talking about? Oh, I, I do. <laughs> I love this one, The Polar Express. Yes. Oh, that's oh right. what a movie! Isn't that fantastic.
5: Yeah, I wonder I if Fonnie was... could watch that with no, no, there's no. you
2: yeah, know they're going to have to get her really. past. They this really part. are. She, she's she has nightmares when she watches television,
5: mm-hmm. especially animated things. I mean, yeah. like wake up screaming, yeah. inconsolable nightmares. Mm-hmm. But I don't. Like is that a nightmare? But she's not. She doesn't watch these shows then it's sad
2: it's really sad i used to watch all-star wrestling when i was her age
5: (laughs) and look how you
1: turned out
2: the number one best movie for kids a christmas movie for kids is elf
1: i love elf damn
2: good movie it is a damn good movie so (laughs) yeah that's a that's a good choice i think don't you think it's a good choice yeah
1: well, I think oh, they the should add Christmas good. Chronicles to that because that was so
5: They pretty... should
2: now. You're absolutely when right. When
1: was the last time a good
5: Christmas movie had been out? I mean, other than you know, Bad Santa and all that what's,
1: junk that was out for a while. What's weird is that they didn't put the Christmas story on that list.
2: Um, That's right. A Christmas story's not on there. And now
1: I remember watching it as a kid loved and it. loved it.
2: Yeah. I loved still it.
1: watch it every year. They have it on... T B S or T N T twenty four hours Christmas story Mm -hmm. just plays back to back. Yeah.
2: Oh by the way, Andy, I got a telephone message this morning that my uh my college loan has been approved. so. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I can uh, go off to college now. That's a good thing. So my college loan has been approved.
5: Jeez, I mean, it must be like almost jumbo loans now to get through college. Oh, it used God, to be yes. used to be you needed $25,000, 35000 to make it through four years, and yeah, uh, now you probably gamers. need about 700000
2: Probably is. I wouldn't doubt that at all. All right. So the best Christmas movies for kids. Now we're going to go with the uh, the one hundred. We're not going to do all hundred of them, but we'll zip through them and stop at the good ones. The one hundred absolute best songs in history.
5: Uh, Okay, that's so so subjective.
2: It is insanely subjective.
6: It's like it's all things that
2: came out when I was roughly fifteen years (laughs) old. You think that's what it is? No, nah, see, a it, it bad start. Kung Fu Fighting. That song's horrible. Seriously? No, that's not a good song. But it's, uh, it's
5: very recognizable. It is
2: <laughs> and very... Oh, ho, 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 ho. Well, I did like Norman Greenbaum's Spirit in the Sky. Oh, yeah. Yes. But when we played it, understand. when I first started at KQRS 33 years ago, they would not use the name Norman Greenbaum. Why? Because it was about Jesus, and he mm. has a Jewish name. What? So they wouldn't use his name. <laughs> I never heard of
5: such... A... Craziness.
2: Jews for Jesus. What's wrong with that? Ugh. There, It's his business, <laughs> right? It's their business. Uh, everyday people. Fly in the family stone. Uh, Couldn't agree more. Love, love, love. No question about it. Uh, Jump by Van Halen. It's an okay song, nothing mm, special yeah, about it's that. Very.
5: Song. It's it's used in so many things, though.
2: Yeah, I yeah. suppose. People, I, I people don't. Love that I just. Song. I don't know.
5: It's a it's a feel good song. I'd say. Uh,
2: yeah, we'll go with that.
5: Yeah,
2: we'll go with that. Um, I don't know. It, it, there's a lot of on here. We need to skip through. How about the ultimate Thanksgiving playlist to put you in a holiday spirit?
5: There's a Thanksgiving
2: playlist. All oh, oh, the ultimate Thanksgiving playlist. I
5: can't think of one Thanksgiving song.
2: I can't either. We were just talking about <laughs> yeah. that, as a matter of fact. What about uh, the uh, Adam Sandler one? Oh, yeah, that's right. He has a. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Alice's Restaurant is a Thanksgiving song. You can get anything uh, you want. It, it was Thanksgiving. Uh, Every Thanksgiving we play play it twice, and it's like 22 minutes long. Really so you good. You've got to have a whole hour off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> a whole <laughs> hour. Here's what I love, honest to God. it was. Uh, and and Shelly, by the way, the general manager of you brought it up again today. You know, wasn't it just great that we got that five-day weekend? It was just magnificent because we got Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I said, what do you mean We? Everybody in the company got Wednesday off except for me. What the hell is that? Well, except for the morning, cakey morning show.
5: So needed.
2: That's what it is. There's no question I about it. I so
5: can't do it without you.
2: Everybody at Cumulus got, got all these uh, days off, and uh, I'm screwed. What are all these numbers? All these numbers, people calling me.
5: Because telemarketers have figured oh, out how God. to get into your local. Uh, area code so you answer the phone
2: so andy i want to run this by you Mm -hmm. because their their songs are there there are a lot of really good songs in here, but it's like homeward bound yeah that was a great song i liked it it was fun um so i bought something yesterday on the internet right it has to do with christmas and all that Mm -hmm. it said would you please enter your your uh email address i entered it It brought up all my personal information, automatically filled it out for me, including my cell phone number. Yeah, your browser saves that. I don't want them to save that.
5: Then you just put don't save when you Can't are on site.
2: Can everybody just get get
6: at that then? No, only people, it's only in your browser, it's on your computer, oh, not on the okay. internet. only
5: yeah. problem I've ever had, is cause I usually don't allow anything to save, you know, don't save this credit card mm-hmm. information. I, I, I do that all the time. Amazon, I can go in there and delete credit cards that have expired and I don't even have anymore and they'll pop up again.
6: I've never had that. Problem. Which is
5: freaky. I don't.
2: Like I that know at what all. that. Yeah, I understand is what you're saying.
6: I've never had an issue with that.
2: Yeah, that it's. Oh God, I, I just. It makes me nervous. I don't like it. Mm. What is LFO? It's a musical group. LFO. What is that? Oh, that's, light funky ones. That's
1: Barry Gordy's son.
6: Oh, it is. Uh, let's see.
1: Light, Summer Girls, but...
6: Girl on TV, and every other time where there are hits. Unfortunately, quote, Devin, unquote. Devin
2: Lima has died at 41 of cancer. L- LFO singer. Devin Lima. L-I-M-A, like Lima, Lima Peru. Oh, maybe Lima I'm thinking Peru. of
1: a different group. Never mind.
2: LFO. Uh, I've never heard of LFO. LFO, Rich Cronin,
6: who died also. He's dead already, too? Oh,
1: yeah, it's a different group. Sorry. He died a,
6: He died in 2010.
2: Well, he only must have been 30 years old. He was or 36. 36, yeah. Mm hmm. Oh, my God, these guys are all dying.
6: Well, that's a lot of uh, musicians seem to think that part of the
2: life is doing as many girls no, as you true. can. LFO, who found fame in 1999 with their hit Summer Girls, released a new single, Perfect Ten, last year, it was made up of Lima, or Lima, and Fischetti. The band's third member, Rich Cronin, died of leukemia in 2010. So one dies of cancer and one dies of leukemia, which is a form of cancer, isn't it? Yeah, yes, is blood, blood cancer. cancer. Mm-hmm. So two of the three guys have died of cancer. What the hell's that all about? I don't mm. know. What if they find out they were using the same kind of deal? We'll take a break. Be right back. Kostaki Economopolis Quick Snaps will join us right after this Tom Bernard show. Tom Bernard here to tell you Priority Courier Experts has immediate openings for drivers looking for more. Priority drivers are independent contractors who set their own hours, start from their own driveways, and deliver local on-call parcels and freight, which means you're home for dinner every night. And you get paid weekly. Call our fleet reps right now at 651-748-4477 or visit them online at Priority.com. Priority Courier Experts, every time you call us, we deliver. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre.
5: is a definitely great Christmas song. Mm. It
2: really is a great song. Ladies and gentlemen, representing Greeks for Jesus at Christmas time. Kastaki Antonopoulos. What's happening, Not the <laughs> football
4: song you could find, Andy.
1: <laughs>
6: <laughs> well, that was Cassie. Yeah, that would be. Oh, it's Cassie.
1: All, right. all I want for Christmas that is, is quick, snaps.
6: Mm-hmm. quick snaps. hmm Quick snaps. all right. I
4: want. That's yeah. all we want. Um, Sweeping the nation. Hey, congrats on that purple team. You guys
2: like they're good. I will tell you this. Today they're good. This. Hey, so weekend, you're saying they
5: won? Because I don't even know.
2: <laughs> yes, they did win. Okay. They
5: won. Huge <laughs> night game.
4: Rivalry.
2: Right. Kirk Cousins played really well last Walked week. Themselves
4: he was into playoff contention.
2: Yeah, last wow. week he was. Kirk Cousins was horrible, and this week he was tremendous. So. And our
5: our Gophers won too. Look at us.
2: A I cannot tell big you, Kosaki, the last time that the Gophers beat Wisconsin and the Vikings beat uh, Green Bay on the same weekend, I actually wore my University of Minnesota jacket <laughs> to dinner last night, so what do you think of that? Oh,
4: nice.
2: <laughs> yeah, it, that, I don't know That's if it's great. ever happened in my lifetime. The last time the Gophers beat Wisconsin was 14 years ago. Really?
4: Is that the number one rivalry
2: for you guys? Uh, yeah, I, so. I would think so. Yeah, Wisconsin's pretty important.
3: Okay. But I
2: had to go on the air this morning and, and say, the look, Packers are number one. all of our all of our listeners in Wisconsin, we love you, we appreciate your listening, all the rest of it, but you got to give me today because yeah. Minnesota beat Wisconsin and the Vikings beat the Packers on the same weekend. Are you kidding? And... The women's volleyball team, which is one of the—I think they're the best in the nation—but they're ranked number two in the national tournament, so they'll play at home, which is great news. It's a hell of a sports weekend. Nice.
4: Look at us. Nice. I
2: just—I just found something up.
4: Congrats. Go purple. Thank we have you. a thing
2: here called the hundred best songs in history. My favorite song of all time is number fifteen. Um, I'll, I'll go to the top 10 and I'll go back to 15 just to tell you what it is.
4: Wait, time out. What's the favorite song of all time?
2: We're, we're coming up on the top 10. You ready? I guess we're yeah, not yeah. answering that question. What's that? What question? <laughs> Didn't hear that. No, Thanks, I was Andy. busy. What question? Yes. Well,
4: well you, 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 maybe you probably said it before I came on. What's your favorite song of all time?
2: Oh, I don't want to say it. That's oh, I, th- I thought. I thought I, you said it was I, number fifteen. It is number fifteen, but I don't want to well, say what. Yeah. Well, uh, we're doing the top ten. Teasing. I know. Oh. That, I'm just saying my favorite song is fifteen. <laughs> now we're doing the top ten. Fifteen isn't in the top ten. <laughs> oh, <God>. It's <laughs> the top one hundred songs of all say.
4: time. I'm, I'm with Andy on this. This yeah. is very confusing. It is Leave confusing. You all right.
2: Okay, never mind. <laughs> See, you, have, Number... you
5: have to live inside your head to understand you.
2: <laughs> Number mm. 10, Bill Withers "Ain't No Sunshine. Great song. That okay, so good. what's your favorite song of okay. all time, Cassie?
1: I, I can't pick a favorite yeah, song. Yeah,
2: I've never Andy's... been able to do I that kind do of thing. I
1: There's so many songs I out there. I, can't ha- I don't
5: have a favorite song. What's your
6: favorite grain of sand on this beach? It am right. <laughs> what's your
2: favorite you... song of all time, Kostaki?
4: Favorite <laughs> song of all I like uh, Driver 8 by R.E.M. It's kind of my go-to when I'm in a, you know.
2: Yeah, that's going to be to number
4: one.
2: Song. Gonna, that's going to be number one, no <laughs> doubt about it. Um,
4: it's not even top ten R.E.M. songs.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Let It Be by The Beatles, number nine. Bohemian Rhapsody by Queen is All number right. eight. Of course. Number seven is I Can't Get No Satisfaction, The Rolling Stones. Mm. Bad Romance by Lady Gaga. Mm. Is really? number six. Yeah. Interesting. I don't even know that's that song. Well, is
6: this based on anything, or
2: is this just like what the guy thinks? What uh, guy Ian thinks? Ian <laughs> Gavin, apparently. <laughs> mm. All of Me by John Legend. There are two songs I've never even heard. Oh, that's a good song. Uh-oh, Catherine's going to tear up at number four.
5: What? Eleanor Rigby?
2: Hey Jude. Oh. Hey puppy. Jude, Our yeah. puppy is number four. Uh, Rolling in the Deep by Adele. That woman can sing her she ass really off. Can. Man, can she sing. Number two is Bridge Over Troubled Water by Simon and Garfunkel. Eh, That's a great song, but I don't know if it's number two of all time. The number one song of all time by R.E.M. No, that's not true. Okay, so before I tell you what the number one song of all time is, mine did come in at number 15, and it is Eleanor Rigby. Mm. Eleanor Rigby's number 15. It's my favorite song of all time. Because it's just there's so much emotion in it. It's wonderful. Number one song, another song, just like it. The Beatles' "Yesterday" is the number one greatest song of all time. It's a
5: great song. I can't. I can't argue.
2: I'm kind of surprised. Nothing from like
6: Michael Jackson or the uh, Eagles are in there. Oh, in in the top
2: one hundred. In the
6: top ten, though. Yeah, you're right. Michael Jackson and the Eagles have both sold more. Yeah. Than like, anybody else. They've each had one album that sold more than most bands have sold all of their albums. Yeah, it's You're all right.
5: true. That is surprising.
6: So, You know that, who
4: I think doesn't get enough credit? The uh, the guys who broke Adele's heart over the years. They probably <laughs>
2: should get more credit. Yeah, it's true. They should. <laughs> Rolling in the deep. God, that woman. Yeah, have you ever seen her in concert?
4: No, she's,
3: she's good, though. She's man.
2: phenomenal, and she does two things. Drinks and says the F-bomb constantly when mm. she's in concert. <laughs> but it's kind of... Oh, uh, it, really? It's not gross or anything. It's just her being a tough woman. You know what I mean? She's like a tough British broad wow. when she's yeah, on stage. I don't stage. think she grew All up right.
5: in a privileged community. No,
2: no, she did not. But she in she live is as good as it gets. That woman can sing, man. Woo! So, Kostaki. How old, yes. How old is your baby? How uh, old is your baby? Four months. Four months. So you got uh, you got another year and a half before Christmas really kicks in, right?
4: Oh yeah, that's probably a good point. Yeah, right.
2: But you guys, yeah. Greeks, don't they was, celebrate the another... Epiphany? Uh, yeah. Uh, See, I know yeah. my I know my culture. <laughs> you don't even know. He's Greek, and
4: he doesn't know. Like, I don't know. Yeah, New Year's is big. Christmas is big. <laughs> Easter, Easter's the big one. Yeah, that's you true. You see, everywhere else, you know, in America, Christmas is bigger than Easter. But I got to give it to the Greeks on this one. That whole uh, coming back from the dead is really the key part, well, not the birth.
5: It
2: is huge. That is huge. You're absolutely right that about su- that. That is the most surprising part. That is magnificent. The fact.
1: I, I
4: heard mean, that would sets back you back. apart. Well. We all have a
6: birthday, but <laughs> you came back from the dead.
2: <laughs> now it's very, very true. So yes, the Vikings beat the Packers last night. Pretty, uh, pretty good game. The first half was pretty tight. Uh, what you know, we had to put up with Michelle Tafoya on the TV all night. But other than that. You know, Uh, that's
4: funny. I thought that last night when I saw her, I was like, "She still lives there, right?" I mean, this is a nice local gig for her. She doesn't go anywhere. Al
2: Michaels actually said uh, off camera. He said, "Eh, "Matafoya, she gets to drive home tonight." Uh, Nobody he said
3: that. Yeah, Uh, he did.
2: But nobody (laughs) mentioned the fact that uh, Al Michaels has a private jet. So let's not worry about it too much, Al.
4: Yeah, you poor. He's baby. sleeping at home too.
2: Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. He gets to get a hop on a private jet and go wherever he wants to. Al Michaels is a very, very nice guy, though. He's a really good guy.
4: we like did a lot. that once with um, with uh, Ron White. I took the private I jet. I love to a gig Ron White. Time.
2: That's right. He bought his own jet. Yeah, didn't he's
4: he? good. He's good. We we peeked out from behind. Uh, First of all, a pri- private jet, that's a good way to travel to a gig. Oh, it's not bad at <laughs> all. You don't have to bring all. a toothbrush. You don't have to bring a computer. You nope. don't have to figure out how the Internet works at the nope. Holiday Inn or whatever.
2: You no, said. you do not.
4: You just fly him home that night. It so is we are there, and he sold out two two shows of a 2,000-seater in Little Rock. And it was just me and him. I was doing like 15 in that. Oh, that's cool.
3: That's cool. And we're,
4: we peeked out from behind the curtain. We were watching people come in, and he goes, Stocky, tonight we're splitting the money right down the edge. <laughs> <laughs> right down the yeah. edge. One I'm of his... Fully aware, yours is a six figure salary tonight. And <laughs> mine's a four, barely. Right. Yeah, barely,
2: barely a four. <laughs> yes, exactly. My, one of my favorite jokes of Ron White, and I do like Ron, he's a hell of a nice guy, really good guy. At least he always has been to me. I don't know. Was he easy to work with for you?
4: Yeah, he was great, and he, he told me the stories of, you know, how he almost quit and was done he with did. comedy, yep. and then the crazy, the oh. thing hit, and his sitcom failed, and all this stuff didn't work out, and he yep. was about to give up, yep. <laughs> and, and then it- uh, he, 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 in Atlanta, he was, he was a $2,000 a week headliner at the Punchline, mm-hmm. and the following, he, the... He went to L.A. He got a sitcom that failed. He bought a Mercedes. He was like, "All right, I made it." And then the sitcom yep, failed, yep. and he had the, he did this uh, feature-length movie with uh, Jeff Foxworthy, the you know the blue-collar tour thing. Yep. And that didn't go to didn't go to <laughs> theaters. It somehow like missed the road, and he yep. was like, "Ah, screw it." And he had a booking at the Atlanta Punchline. Mm-hmm. Uh, meanwhile, that thing that didn't go to theaters went to walmart's and was selling like hotcakes
2: all unbelievable over the country. unbelievable
4: and he was supposed to do the punchline he called the punchline to see what was going on just to tell him he was alive he was coming in the next week and they said ron it's it's sold out he was like it's sold out what are you talking about he didn't even know this was happening right uh he was becoming a star almost like while he was oblivious so then the next time he was supposed to do the uh, the punchline, he said, I want to do a theater. And his management calls him and he goes, hey, we think you're going to get to theaters, but we don't want to burn any bridges yet. Let's hold off. And he goes, no, there's this new theater. It's like 800 seats. It's kind of down the road from where I live. He lived in Atlanta at the time.
2: Yeah. They
4: go, all right, Ron. He goes, if you can sell out one of those, you'll be good. And, he, and uh, it'll be like a sign of things to come. And he sold out like eight shows or something wow. there. Wow at the 800-seater, and he said, "Kostaki, the last time I worked at Atlanta, I made $2,000. And this time, I made $72,000. And I thought, I prefer theaters. I prefer the theaters.
2: <laughs> Actually, a very similar story. The first time I ever talked to Ron White, many, many years ago, blue-collar comedy tour times, you know, right after that, he called into the show and got this deal going, and he's talking like this. I I said, so... Did your manager tell you the uh, news? He goes, what news are you talking about? I said, you know your gigs you got coming up? He goes, yeah. I said, you sold out the theater 13 shows. And he said, what? <laughs> he is always, always brings that up when I talk to him. He goes, man, I'll never forget that 13 shows. The only other guy who, who did that was Jim Gaffigan oh really yeah same same story sold out a ton of them i will tell you my favorite ron white joke of all time but cassie there's an edit okay so you know i started making some money and I uh built this house and uh, my wife loves the house and and it was a long driveway so i put a bunch of uh trees along the driveway tom you know i'm talking about you put the trees that line the driveway i said yeah absolutely so i get home one time my wife goes the trees are dying I said, what? He said, yeah, the trees are dying along the driveway. So I called a guy, had him come over. He walks over and he takes his thumbnail and he scratches the bark on a tree and it's kind of green in there. And he looks at me and goes, Mr. White, these trees are alive. And I said, sir, let me tell you what I'm looking for in a fucking tree. <laughs> 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 like leaves, you know? That kind of <laughs> What a great joke. (laughs) And this other one that I love. I get get back from the road. I'm on the road for about a week, two weeks. Maybe I get back home, and my wife says, the dryer uh, is broke. We need a new dryer. And I said, let me go check it out. I opened up the dryer, pulled out the filter, and found a couch cushion worth of lint. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
1: Yeah, you got to clean that lint (laughs) trap. Yeah, you
2: do. (laughs) <laughs> all right, so we got, like, 90 seconds to do uh, football picks. <laughs>
4: and go. <laughs> uh, I lo- I lo- no, it's a holiday uh, show. Vikings today. kicker. Let's do a few jokes. <laughs> for, you all, know, all right, just for the hell of it. Sounds good. Vi- Vikings kicker Dan Bailey missed two field goals last Ugh, night, again. which is essentially a DNA test to prove you're a Viking. <laughs> <laughs>
1: right, you
4: got that right. You got that it right.
5: It hurt, but it was funny.
4: turns out he's... He's related to Blair Walsh, so, you know, oh, that's nice. Oh, um, Aaron Rodgers donating a million dollars to fire to fire relief efforts in California. Yeah, that's super guy. cool. Yep. Uh, but he hasn't done a damn thing to cool Mike McCarthy's hot seat, right? Uh, doesn't oh, care about he's that done. at all.
2: Mike is done. There's no way he's coming back. I think
4: so, too. No way. His seat's so hot, Jennifer Lopez is jealous. <laughs> of <the hot> seat.
2: <laughs> really a hot. butt reference. Great.
4: That's hot. Yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> uh, Patriots beat the Jets again. Last time the Jets won this game, Orville and Wilbur Wright were flying them. <laughs> <A jet? laughs>
2: sure. I have a question for you about that game. Team's not good. Did you know that Cordero Patterson, former Viking, who's now a Patriot, not once but twice during that game, grabbed a guy's crotch and pinched it so hard they fell over?
3: Hmm. What? Twice?
2: Twice? Oh. Yeah, he did it to another guy before he did it to the the uh, who's the last guy that they get? they actually have it on video. That's
5: what shocks Gostaki, is twice.
2: Twice? <laughs> well, once. I mean, you know. No, wow. the, the, yeah. he did you it. You lose to two your mind. Ones. You
4: do a crazy thing, but twice. That's a pattern.
2: <laughs> I will tell you the word on Cordero Patterson from when he was a Viking is that guy's mentally ill. There's something really wrong. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. yeah. He's nuts.
4: That would explain all of the incredible physical talents that didn't really. Yeah
2: people yep. together No, somehow. you're right. No, you're absolutely right. right. Yeah.
4: Yeah, yeah. Phillip um, Rivers completed 25 passes in a row, uh, tying the record held by uh, Channing Tatum. That's a, that's a lot Jan- of passes. Jan- oh, God.
2: Is that a stripper <laughs> reference?
4: I think so. <laughs> Could be. <Good. laughs> Could be. 25 <laughs> passes in a row i say eight kids in a row is more impressive, but that, of course, is not an NFL record. No, <laughs> That's God. not even close to an NFL record.
2: What's his name, Antoine Warfield, or what the hell is his name? He got the 13 kids by 13 oh, different women or something?
4: God. Cromartie, yeah. Oh, Cromarty, yeah. <laughs> Cromartie. Cromartie, yeah. Oh, God.
2: <laughs> and he honestly got – did you ever hear him go down the list? He goes – Yes.
4: It's great. It's a, it's a clip from uh, Hard Knocks where he's trying to name the kids' names. <laughs>
2: it is. It's just And they're, sad. All the,
4: they're all the same age. Yeah, and they're all the same age. That's
2: exactly right. The kids are all the same age. <laughs> they're all Whoa. the same age. we kind of busy that week. It was
4: uh, a good year. Yeah. He, yeah, it must have been. hope he saved the money that he didn't spend on condoms. <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: that's very true, by the way.
4: Uh, Leonard Fournette ejected for fighting. He threw three punches and landed two of them, giving him a much better throwing percentage than Blake Bortles. (laughs) How's he doing? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. They lost seven in a row. Oh, God. (laughs) Not good.
2: Yeah, that is not good. Not
4: good. They had a pretty good start to the season, and they've tanked since. Yeah, Bortles should get an endorsement deal from a company that sells disposable watches. Hold, hold your hat for this joke. Because he's the king of garbage time. Uh, you see, <laughs> disposable watches and garbage. Oh, okay. Oh, we should go back to talking about Adele.
2: You know, you don't tell people you know me, do you? <laughs> <laughs>
4: there you uh, go. That's <laughs> hilarious. <clears throat> You're actually very kind that you even when jokes fail you're you're generally so you're so kind you don't go down that road well, what, <laughs> But I didn't give you much choice on that one. Wait a minute.
2: People actually <laughs> criticize your joke telling on the show? I do. <laughs> yeah,
5: it uh, it's <laughs>
2: It, it varies from show to show. Yeah, so
4: yeah, sometimes it's it's sort of a running gag of, you know, this wouldn't work, this one didn't work, so there's a right. constant sort of, you know, measuring of how it goes. Yes. Uh, it
3: varies. Yes. goes, yes, yeah. yes.
4: But yes, yeah, some of the morning shows, they like that sort of combative, boyish sort of ball-busting kind of thing.
2: Well, you know? that's why I hate you know, most morning shows. You know shows. how morning shows are. I do. I, most of them are just horrendous. I, you know, honest to God, Kostaki, this is a true story. People always ask me, "How in the hell has your morning show been successful for 33 years?" And I said, "Have you ever heard morning radio? It sucks." <laughs> so you know that's basically the answer. It's a bunch of TNA. That's a funny answer. It, it's like it's <laughs> TNA jokes. That's morning radio now is nothing but TNA jokes. Oh boy, that's funny. Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. So you just try to not suck.
2: Yeah, that's, that's all you got to do is just try, try to not suck and you'll make out like a champ. <laughs> go forth and don't suck. And don't suck. get the field, suck. you'll stand out by not sucking. By not <laughs> sucking. It's 100% correct. 100% correct. All right, Pally. All
4: right. Well, uh, <laughs> do you have a closer?
5: Do you have a closer?
4: <laughs> do you have a closer? Let's, uh, let's go with this one. My Falcons played on Thanksgiving uh after my turkey day binge it helped me purge so that was
2: nice <laughs> <laughs> bingeing and purging i like it bingeing and purging always you know i love the fact that we talk about all these different subjects we talk football and music and this and that and the other thing uh i love our time together so yes i wanted to tell you thank you i love working with you
4: ah that's a, that's very kind tom thank story. you it's always a pleasure to
2: call you guys Honestly, I know. I notice so you always make so sure we're out of town. Thank you very much. You always make sure we're out of town when you come to act me, though. I did notice that.
5: <laughs> well, he likes us to a point.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's only a point. It's
4: Catherine who's out of town. You're there. You and I go have some eggs and lobster. Catherine's <laughs> oh, gone, right? Go no, over at Bar Yeah. Yeah, we have to
5: go have some of that. We us go have yeah, yeah. some of that again.
2: All right, Pally, <laughs> wonderful talking to you. Thanks, we have, guys. All right, we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Yeah, sounds good. All right, see ya. Kostaki one of the nicest guys in the history of, of the business. No doubt about it. He's a hell of a nice man.
5: I think Greeks are the Canadians of Greek-dom. the world. Of, you know what I'm of the
2: world. <laughs> I will tell you this I have known many, go. many Greeks in my life, and I like every one of them. I really do like Greek people. They're and good people.
5: We're now five minutes past.
2: Boy, look at the time. Yeah. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>